were talking about Jordan Love. I like him too. What did you see in the in the little film film study you did this week on your Twitter? Well, I've been. I mean, this I go back more like six months with him, but um, the, so. This is what you're going to notice when you're watching him. You're going to see a very physically talented guy. Uh, physically, as far as arm strength goes and the velocity on the ball, he's every bit up there with Justin Herbert, uh, Drew Locke. You know, he plays a lot like Patrick Mahomes. I was I was one of those you know fanboys of Patrick Mahomes for like three years or so. Yeah, he uh, just doesn't have the power that Mahomes throws the ball with. I would say. Oh no, he does. He does. Absolutely. He does. That much? Uh, he, that much? He's got that much. He's got, I mean, he throws, he throws smoke trail, uh, you know, balls with smoke trails on them and velocities that, uh, that you would have seen out of Patrick Mahomes at Texas tech, including, uh, you know, off balance balls that you would see out of Patrick Mahomes. Uh, what he's the difference between he and Herbert, uh, from an arm strength standpoint, they both have about the same velocity and same, uh, arm power is is actually that um, that he has a bit of a shorter delivery than Herbert Justin Herbert does. Justin Herbert's got kind of a little bit of a long delivery, which is better for Jordan Love. Uh, yeah, Jordan Love's got the, the a little bit quicker, more versatile delivery, and he uh, he does better, you know, off balance stuff, off balance work. He plays the game a lot like a basketball player to me. He he's got sort of that basketball IQ um and mentality and in the close in the short spaces you know just like he's uh like he's a point guard and you know finding the cutter and stuff like that i think that uh that he plays the game that way but it's it's also what it translates to when you go a little bit longer because obviously in a football setting your distances expand out from a basketball court um and you're reading things 20 yards down the field and he he gets through his progressions mark schofield uh did a piece recently on um rsp uh for matt waldman which was brilliant and really went through his processing speed and how quickly he, he reads through his progressions and he's making progressions I and mean, we're talking about plays that are in the new england playbook i mean he's mm-hmm. ta- he's breaking down he's pre- breaking down like hoss tosser you know or something like that which so the route combinations that they're using in utah state or that they were using in utah state last year are the same as the route combinations you're seeing on the new england patriots and now with the miami dolphins uh and you're seeing them go through these progressions you go one two three you know like that uh, really quickly and really accurately and so he sees a lot on the field after the play which is special and he's also running a super high speed offense you know between the plays I mean if you if you want to run this was what made Jimmy Garoppolo kind of interesting in the FCS like before Dino Babers got to got to his school nobody ever would have picked Jimmy Garoppolo out and been like oh yeah that's a quarterback I want to watch for the NFL he wasn't huge he didn't have a great arm he didn't you know Mm -hmm. he wasn't particularly athletic it was that Dino Babers got there and he ran the Art Bryles offense on crack like and and Jimmy Garoppolo sped things up so fast and handled it all and just looked like a performance champion and that's um and so the more they put on his plate the more he shined and that's how the NFL got interested in Jimmy Garoppolo and Jordan Love had the same type of offense in Utah State under David Yost, who's uh, kind of a, a Mike Leach kind of guy. Um, and so, and now Yost is, has left, by the way. But, um, but anyway, he, he ran that sort of high-speed offense, and he's been calling plays. I mean, his, his, Yost says that he's been calling his own plays, you know, uh, what's his name, Love has since mm. he was a sophomore. Um, so he's, he's running this high-speed offense, a very fast-paced and then he's getting through his progressions really quickly and really accurately. And then he throws with a fucking howitzer. And, um, and by the way, 
he's got speed that's probably going to test out in the four, five, or four, six range. And he's six foot four and 225 pounds. What is not to love there? Absolutely. <laughs> um, so I, yeah, that's, that's my guy. I, the, here's where the, here's the bottom line on it. We're either going to get a crack at Tua Tagovailoa or we're not. Um, I put the chances at maybe one in five because anybody has, you know, anybody that's going to be pretty bad next year has probably about that kind of chance at, at getting the number one overall pick. So most likely we're looking at somebody other than that, right? And so you're, you're going to who's the next best guy? Who's the next best guy? And it sounds I think like you the have next Jordan best Love. guy is Jordan Love. And so you have Jordan Love as number two. Dolphins. What's that? So you have Jordan Love as number two in the class. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. He's the number two guy. He's the guy I want on the Dolphins if we don't get the crack at Tua Tungavailoa. Well, that sounds good to me because I like what I see so far. Thanks for listening to Three Yards Per Caddy. You can subscribe via iTunes, on Podbean, or your usual podcast provider.